0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short about a 13-minute Bible study every single day, getting us into God's Word and thereby helping us to stay focused on our relationship with God and to grow stronger in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But it also helps us to stay focused on our souls and our salvation and on eternity. You know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? They need to start thinking about their relationship with God and about their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every single day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody get to heaven by getting them into God's word through these short studies every day. What a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So start sharing today. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study talking about false teachings and false teachers, and this is something that is prevalent in the quote-unquote Christian world today. So much false teaching is out there so much misunderstanding, misapplication of God's word in various scripture texts, it's important for us to recognize that, that the devil is skillful. And it's not always the fact that a lot of preachers and a lot of denominations necessarily want to teach false teaching, but there's just so much misunderstanding. And the devil's very skillful at clouding our understanding a lot of times if we allow him. The key is that we need to be in God's word. We need to be studying it on our own regularly and consistently. As the Apostle Paul instructed in 2 Timothy Timothy 2 and verse 15, study to show yourself approved unto God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we need to be in God's word. And again, as we keep emphasizing on this program, Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So it is key, it is imperative, critical that we are continual and consistent Bible students. We need to keep studying. Now, again, there's a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of confusion. And ultimately, when it comes to God's word and getting us off track in those ways, the devil's behind that. It doesn't mean he takes us over he just clouds our vision so to speak he you know kind of confuses our understanding if we let him but we don't have to let him if we dig deeper into god's word we can understand more and more readily and accurately what those teachings are supposed to convey to us you know the the hebrews writer when he was writing to the christians that were the sub that were the uh, ultimate audience of that particular message. He, he wrote in Hebrews chapter 5, he says, beginning in verse 12, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles or the fun foundational principles of Christianity. You need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you'd have come to need milk and not solid food. Well, the the idea of needing milk and not solid food is that they had not matured properly since they became Christians. They needed to still be in the very basics, the fundamental teachings of Christianity, when they should have, by that time, grown in their maturity and had been able to dig into the deeper and more detailed, meatier matters of the Scriptures, of Christianity, of the doctrines of Christ. Well, so many people, they're still only on that surface level. They really don't know much Bible. And so when they hear things taught, they just take it in. Oh, well, yeah, that sounds good. It must be true because, look, my preacher says it. And that's kind of the theme that we've been looking at. My preacher says this or that. Well, as I pointed out, denominationalism has contributed to extreme division within. The Christian Brotherhood, if we want to look at it in that broad sense and very loose sense of the terms, denominationalism is very divisive. The very name itself means division. And so we have denominations teaching all kinds of different doctrines that are contradictory to one another, and in many cases, contradictory to what the Scriptures teach. Now, that doesn't mean that everything they teach is error or that is false doctrine or false teaching a lot of what's there is true but again and I've used the illustration many times of rat poison how much of the ingredients that are in a box of rat poison do you suppose to be edible and how much is actually poisonous very very little tiny tiny percentage is the poison the rest of it's edible for the rat or the mouse. But that little bit, tiny percentage of poison is enough to kill the rat or the mouse or whoever eats it. And so we can mix a little bit of false doctrine, false teaching with a lot of truth in God's word and still be condemned. Now we need to understand the gravity of understanding God's word in its truthfulness and not just understanding something about it that sounds okay and a lot of people they just place all of that stock and all of that confidence in their preacher because my preacher said it well we've already looked at a whole host of statements where people will say well my preacher says this or my preacher says that and we've seen that in a whole lot of those cases that is not what the scriptures teach we need to be dedicated to god's word first and then to whatever my preacher says second and if he says something that is not in conformity to what god's word says i need to accept god's word over what my preacher says well some people will say my preacher says a christian cannot fall from grace really is that what the scriptures say A whole lot of denominational teachers will say that. You can't fall from grace. Once you're saved, you're always saved. Can't be lost. Interesting. The Bible says, Christ is become of no effect unto you, whoever of you or whosoever of you are justified by the law. That is the law of Moses. You are fallen from grace. Galatians 5 and verse 4. Well, that's a direct statement, isn't it? A preacher says a Christian cannot fall from grace. The Apostle Paul was writing to the churches of Galatia, churches of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And they were being led astray by false teachers telling them they not only needed to be Christians, but they also needed to be obedient to at least some of the aspects of the Old Testament law of Moses. And Paul was telling them, as an inspired apostle, and writer of god's word if that's what you take up then you are fallen from grace christ has become no effect to you interesting well that says you can fall from grace and that's god's word wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall first corinthians 10 and verse 12. Now. If you can't fall from grace, then what in the world did the Apostle Paul mean in that verse of Scripture? Take heed, lest you fall. Why would there need to be that warning if you could not fall from grace, if you could not fall back into condemnation, if you don't stay true to God's word? We look at 2 Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 20. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ... In other words, they've become Christians, they've been forgiven, they've been saved. They are again entangled therein, entangled in what? The ways of the world, the sinfulness of of worldly living. And overcome, the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness, than after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. Again, second Peter chapter two, verses 20 and 21. Does that sound like a person cannot fall from grace? Does that sound like a person once he's saved is always saved and cannot be lost? No, and we could look at a number of other texts of scripture that proclaim the same message. We need to stay true to God through his word, through the teachings of his word the danger is that we stray from those teachings and then we could end up being lost all over again again peter's message is clear there paul's messages in those two texts of scripture are clear there well my preacher says one church is as good as another the bible says and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus said those words in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. His church is the one he came to this world to create, to establish on this earth His word, His, his church, teaching His word, His doctrine, the message of forgiveness and salvation through his gospel message. Remember that the apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter in Ephesians chapter one in verses 20, uh, 22 and 23, speaking of Christ or speaking of God first and then Christ, he put all things under his feet. That is God put all things under Christ's feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church Not to the denominations. That word was not in the scriptures. That principle, that concept is not taught in the scriptures, except by way of warning against division. Christ is, God made Christ the head of the church over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now we could also look at Colossians chapter 1 and verse 18 and we get the same message there. He, that is Christ, is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Well, again, over and over again, we get the message of the, of the singularity in principle of the church. It's not just whatever somebody wishes it to be, or thinks it ought to be, or wants it to be. Remember that the Apostle Paul, as he was apparently facing imminent execution, writing to Timothy the second time in Second Timothy chapter 4, he encouraged, in fact, he urged Timothy. We could say he commanded him. He says, I charge you, therefore, before the before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead and is appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Well, if they're ter- if they're going to find teachers who will scratch their ears for them, preachers among those who will tell them what they want to hear, make them feel good in whatever beliefs they are holding or how whatever lifestyle that they're living, then Paul says that's wrong. He says they will be turned aside away from the truth. Now what is it that will set us free according to the words of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? John chapter 8 and verse 32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And what did Peter write along this line in 1 Peter chapter 1? We've read it before beginning with verse 22. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Obeying the truth. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. We cannot change God's word and still have it being God's word. We cannot change his truth and still think that it's his truth we have to follow God's word faithfully and obediently and consistently. No matter what a preacher says, we have to stay focused on living by the teachings of God's word. Preachers are human and they're fallible. And I'll lump myself into that same statement of reality. Don't believe what I say just because I say it. And I happen to carry the title of a preacher. You believe what I say if it is what the scriptures, God's word says. We'd like to help you along this line. We'd love to send you a free Bible study through the mail. All you have to do is ask. You can phone us at 402-498-8397. Or you can contact us by our email link at our website at churchofchrist.com. Let's pray. Father, help people see their need to stay true to your word, because that is the truth that will set us free, free from the guilt and condemnation of sin. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.